everybody. Welcome to Welcome Facebook Live. Welcome YouTube. Welcome the world. Uh, I am here in Brooklyn at Pharaoh and Ball. Uh, well, first of all, this is the Brooklyn show. Did we did we get to that part? Not yet. Courtney, you're very serious. I'm very serious. Okay. It's okay though. I like seriousness. I like that. I like that. It's a business. I love it. Um, this is the Brooklyn show. We're at Pharaoh and Ball. Um, for those of you who don't know, Pharaoh and Ball is paint. Can I say that? You guys are, are, are if I need paint, I come to Pharaoh and Ball? You paint and wallpaper. Paint and wallpaper. Paint yes. and wallpaper. What do you sell more? Paint or wallpaper? We sell more paint. More paint. Yes. Is your wallpaper, dumb questions maybe? No, no, no dumb questions. Dumb. Is your wallpaper paint? Yes. There's, we use our paint and our wallpapers, which makes it wonderfully amazing as far as having a hand-painted texture to it and it's easier to coordinate back to the paints when you're decorating rooms. Got it. So, got it. So you're like, this paint is in the wallpaper, why don't we use this, this color in the wall as well? It'll accent the wallpaper. Absolutely. See? I catch on. I catch on very quickly. Um, I'm glad to be here. I was at your opening party. Right. Opening I, party was awesome. you I remember you too. Was it good? I had a great time. I That's great fair time. our goal for I you. I had a great time. I love the outdoor space. Yes, beautiful. I love the outdoor yes. space. Pharaoh and Ball, by the way, for those of you who are looking for a place to just come and hang out, Pharaoh and Ball is the place. I know you don't think so, but you can come here and hang out. There's, a, there's an amazing yard, um, but you can just come out and like hang out and smell the paint, which is what I enjoy doing. Right, we're open seven days a week. Seven so days. Are you open seven days a week? Absolutely. Sundays. Sundays. Well, Sunday's probably a busy day. Saturday, Sunday, we're here. Are those are the busiest days. They are busy days. Those yes. are busy days. Absolutely. Got it. And now I remember when I when I got here, we were discussing um, how you guys do in-house consultations. Absolutely. For we, paint. Our color consultations are in-home services that we provide. Um, they range for they start in one hour portions and hour, you can yeah. add to that where we can consult you on our paints and wallpapers. Generally we can get four to five rooms in an hour, but if you need more than that, we can attach onto that. And there's a fee for it, but yet some of the fee you can use on the product as well. On the product. What what is the fee? The fee is two hundred and fifty dollars for one hour. That's nothing. Exactly. And eighty dollars of that two fifty can be used on our products. So if you end up buying the paint, it's really essentially $170. Correct. Because you get an $80. Absolutely. Huh? Who is good with numbers? Who is good with numbers? Uh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Of course it is. That's amazing. I, I, I got to tell you too, um, not that I'm like, I know, actually I take it back. We did have Sherwin-Williams opened up next to my office and we did have Sherwin-Williams on. I'm not about to compare Sherwin-Williams to Farrell Ball because that's, I, I'm just not about to do that. But, uh, it's, so I seem to be like the paint, like the, the guru. Well, let's, let why. me just say that yeah. Sherwin-Williams yeah. is fine, but Farrell is a premium product. Different animal. So there is a yeah. difference. One of the great things about Farrell Ball yeah. is our paints are heavily pigmented. So it, they react differently in different lights and there's a beautiful texture and luster to them that those other competitors don't match. Totally get it. I totally get it. That was well said. That was well said. I, I, I just, 
I hope everyone, if you are in, uh, what is this, Borum Hill, Joe? Borum Hill? I call it this Borum Hill. Borum Hill. Um, come down, check out Farrell and Ball Showroom. It's on Atlantic. At, what's the address? 383 Atlantic between Bond and Hoyt Street. 383 Atlantic between Bond and Hoyt. Um, and they're awesome people. I, I literally haven't met one person from Farrell and Ball that I don't like, which is odd because I'm very, very testy that way. Um, that's good. I'm very just that way. I'm very just that way. Very opinionated. Anyway, thank you so much. Did, is, did I miss anything? I don't no. know. Yeah. Please visit us. Our number is 718-858-8840. I'll put that all on the bottom. And, and if anyone like wants to come, look, there's Google. It's a website that right. just opened. And it's like you just put Pharaoh and Ball in it, Brooklyn, and it'll take you right here. Come say hello. It's awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, John. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Now, with much ado, I would like to uh, welcome the man of the hour. Please come on in the man of the hour. Thank you. Uh, I'm trying to build you up, and I, I it's like horrible. You, you, that never you happens. <laughs> you, there, no, no need to build up. Uh, I, I want to welcome uh, another guest to the show. How you doing? Uh, it How is, you doing? Uh, well, the camera's here. Go by Benzvi or Joseph Benzvi? I go by Joe Benzvi. Joe Benzvi. Yeah, people yeah. have a hard time pronouncing my name. It's really not that complicated. It's not that hard. My, my really, like my best friend, uh, when I was in uh, elementary school, his name was Yosef. Oh, did you go to like a Hebrew school? I went to like a Jewish school, yeah, and uh, he was, but he was Mexican. Should we do our secret handshake now? We can't let We've not. There, there are some non-Jews in the room. We can't let, like we we can't let them see it. We can't let them see it. The, uh, so let's, let's just, let's just, just, well, first of all, for those of you who don't know Joe, and I'm sure there are some, uh, Joe, I keep looking at every camera because I don't want to miss anyone. Um, but uh, Joe works at a, a company called Nestio. Yes. Is that is that fair to say? Yes. Um, Nestio, I can tell you this because I've been in the real estate business for a while now, and Nestio has gone from a company that I didn't want to work with to a company that I now do want to work with. So congratulations on that. Thank you. That's that's my way of giving it. Time. That's how it starts in the beginning. <laughs> Nobody starts. takes your call. And yeah. And then all on. of a sudden you're like, you're Stop good. Calling I like me. this. I like this. <laughs> um, so yeah. So congratulations on that because uh, you, what you guys have done is, is, is impressive. Thank you. Thank you. It's a wow. uh, it's a collaborative effort. We have a lot of really smart people working at Nestio, and for the past four years we've really changed the way this industry works and we're proud of that and it continues to change as you very well know especially these days with so many changes happening with technology and Every different day. marketplaces out there and it's really exciting never a dull moment in real estate never a dull moment uh, most of them make you want to cringe um, at least for me I can speak for myself we, um, we, we are lucky to be we're located in Chelsea and we never leave the office yeah. Uh, there's great security at the front door, so it's, uh, it's pretty good. So we're, we're isolated from anything yeah. that might be uh, too exciting in this industry. So it's, it's, been, uh, it's been a great run. Yeah. I, think, I think just to start, let's just get it out, out, out there and let's just discuss uh, the Street Easy uh, takeover. Actually, I got an email from you guys, uh, sort of. It was a vague email because I'm not really sure what you're supposed to say. What do you say when Street Easy says we're going to now start charging? Oh, why? Why was it vague? We were. Well, no, no, I, I'm not blaming you for what Street Easy's doing. Oh, it their email nothing, was vague. It, it just it has nothing to do with you guys. I mean, at the end of the day, you're the intermediary. The way I see it, we're the connector. We're the connector. It actually affects our company greatly. The 
majority of the rental data that originates on StreetEasy from our customers is real-time data, and our customers are, with that announcement, are really concerned about how are they affected, how are they not affected. So as a company that acts as the syndicator um, of, of record, we have to be prepared for what this means for their business. So we have to spring into action. We're actually reprogramming, rejiggering some of the workflow, some of our user experience in order to make it easier to get the listings uh, that should be on StreetEasy on StreetEasy and also for you to get um, reporting back on what ads do you have on StreetEasy because, you know, it's, and for those of you who don't know what the announcement is, if you've been locked away in some yeah. new well, if you're style, not in the business, you wouldn't know. Or if you're not in the business, but you, if yeah. you're not in the business, don't watch. Uh, not your show. Don't watch this segment. Oh, I get what you meant. Okay. Uh, we, um, there's, there was an announcement where SweetEasy, which historically has been a freemium service. Well, let's just start here because we do have I'll let, some... You know what? I'll let, I'll let well, you know. Well, no. Yeah, well, because we have some viewers in Tennessee who have no idea what SweetEasy is. SweetEasy is a website. It's not a bar. It is yeah. not a brewery. It is a website. <laughs> it is a website <laughs> where people Wide Web. go to look for an apartment, both rental and sale. So, and, and I would say, I mean, look, for sales, I would say 90% and I'm being... I'm being fair here. 90%, if not 100% of your leads come from StreetEasy on the sales end. On the rental side, I would say 80%, if not more, come from StreetEasy. So they have an overwhelming market share um, in that capacity. They do. They're owned by the Zillow Group, which owns Trulia, Naked Apartments, and several other web properties that are doing a really good job. They're delivering leads to brokers and professionals that need to work those leads. and. It provides a lot of data online that typically was really hard to get. Uh, so they're a B2C platform. Nestio is a B2B platform, and we work with brokers such as yourself and many others in the industry, and we act as a, um, a syndicator of record. We do many other things, but one of the core services we do is you log into our product, and we make sure it gets the sites like StreetEasy and several other things uh, that are part of that marketing chain. And the announcement was that the freemium service will convert to a premium service, but not only that. Freemium, I've never heard that, I like that. Freemium, I didn't invent it, I, I wish like I could take it. credit. That's good, that's good. It'll now cost you $3 per day. $3, I just want to, I just want our, you know, again, people who are not real estate brokers, $3. I want them to understand. It's not a right lot. now, I've got, I don't know, 30 listings on StreetEasy, okay? So, per day at $3, that's $90 a day, just to advertise my apartments. Um, on Street Easy, so ninety dollars a day times seven days in a week—that's six hundred dollars uh, times four weeks. That's 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 about twenty-five hundred dollars a month. That's that's a big pill to swallow. It's like a studio apartment that you're renting. Your it's apartment. a beast. It's a beast. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not lying. It's, it's a beast. Um, so I. So yeah. I I can understand the the visceral reaction some of the customers have. It's gone from freemium to no longer being free. And it's just a new line item. And it's hard enough to make it through the winter months, make it through more difficult rental periods like we're experiencing in 2017. Oh, well, well, look, uh, to boot, let's, let's be fair, right? This is the worst rental market uh, I've seen in my career, and I've been doing this about 15 years. Um, rents are down, I would say, at least 20, 15, 20%. And everything's gone from a fee to a no fee. That's the biggest change. So on a $2,000 apartment where I used to collect, let's say, $3,600 as a broker fee, today I'm collecting $2,000 because the landlord's paying. So my gross commissions are down. You know, I have to do twice as many deals as I did before. 
Um, can we afford the full half hour segment today, or is that uh, going to be truncated as well? We're, it's totally going to be truncated. Uh, <laughs> it just comes to me, uh, and it's my second language. So, so what? Let me ask you. So, what? Let's start with your clients. What are you getting clients calling and saying? You know, what I give you, you not. I've had at least uh, two dozen clients, some of the largest brokers in the industry, literally begging us to become an ILS. Uh, with the with the what? And I, a consumer facing website like Street Easy because we're we're kind of like a, a walled off city. It's it's B two B. Consumers cannot use our platform. We work for the brokers. We work for the landlords. We work for the industry. We're an industry provider. And our clients are saying, please become a consumer facing platform. Yeah, let's not get imagine, into names, uh, but maybe offline I can okay. we can play cards and I'll <laughs> trade names with it. But the the request is fascinating. Yeah. And it's an opportunity where we can say, you know what, that's a great idea. Let's monetize that piece as well. But it really isn't in the cards for us. There's so many things that are inherent in this change, and we'd love to be a consumer-facing site if things were different, but they're not. In this environment, there's going to be a tremendous amount of competition well, um, for, for the consumer rival. Well, someone is doing it, and they're doing yeah. great. Right? So let's, I mean, what, what they, you, when you say that, Street Easy is doing a great job delivering leads to but clients. But now they're charging $3 agent per day don't you think like naked apartments if you had, like let's have this conversation two years ago right naked apartments had a much larger market share um, of the rental when there was actual open listings being you know when agents could rent open listings naked apartments I would say had maybe 60% of the market share right I mean I think that's fair today I would say naked apartments has less than 20% if not 10% left but it's also owned by Street Easy, which was a, a great move by them. Who's going to be the new, so who's going to come in and take over? I mean, you know. So I've, I've learned being in this industry for over 20 years, having been a broker and worn those shoes, and, and of course started off as an agent, and, and literally picking up the phone in the office at 8 a.m. in the morning so I could get the lead to the day where your phone rings, it's a lead, you can send one of your employees to go show them the apartment. The world's really changed since then, so I don't like to make predictions, that's the point of that. Yeah. But there are several avenues that are going to be discovered, and one of them will be dominant and some others will be trailing. One example is the time a listing spends online typically isn't really transparent. You'll see a great listing online, regardless of the website, and if it generates leads, its time on site usually is a little bit longer, it's a lead generator. What happens now is you're paying for those eyeballs and you're paying for that listing to be on the site. You're going to take it down as soon as it's rented. You're not going to let it linger. So actually, one tail effect here is accuracy may in fact increase. Not for every single listing, not for every neighborhood in New York City, but the amount of time uh, you're going to let your listing accrue an expense for you is going to be incredibly transparent and accurate to the time that it's on the market So it's off the market. You may even find some people providing listing inventory before it's on the market. Right, so right now it's always like, oh, I found out about it too late, there's six other applicants. Listings may in fact be on the market while they're still occupied, which is atypical to a broker. You don't want to show an apartment that's occupied, the tenant may complain, it may be a messy place. You like to show vacant units and they're easy, easier to, to rent. Apartments in fact, some of, the data, I'm sorry, there's some of the data that we have about apartments is it's a little bit easier to rent them at, at an aggressive asking price when they're still occupied. There's a psychological factor, people feel like it's kind of an under-the-market deal and they pounce on it sooner. Once the apartment becomes vacant, there are different elements at play. 
Some landlords don't have a choice, some brokers do. So you'll see an after effect here. Some units will hit the market even sooner. Some units may be taken off the market when they're truly rented and overall quality and listing information will increase. And you know what happens when there's less listings that are being marketed on any site? The same amount of leads get generated, but now they're actually gonna favor someone like you who's typically got incredibly up-to-date listing information. You're using SDO, so it's always in real time on those websites. So you may in fact not realize it yet. We can, you know, let's do a, a, a 90 day autopsy on this thing and see that you in fact may have generated more leads because it may have thinned the herd. Some of those brokers who relied exclusively on apartments that weren't really on the market are no longer able to advertise those, it's too expensive. And only the brokers with true exclusives are getting those leads. Can I tell you though something? And this is this is the truth. The market has I don't changed. Wanna, I, I don't want to paint it in any way. Well, this, I, I, I hear what you're saying, and I'm just I'm telling you my opinion. The market has changed to a point as to where there's no switching renters, right? So if you have a, a let's say a listing on Street Easy for One Two Three Smith Street, you show them One Two Three Smith Street, they don't want One Two Three Smith Street. You can't switch them to another apartment. Like there's no sense that that lead is only good for One Two Three Smith Street. And we're in such a you know we're in such a situation in the rental market. Where you know there's there's no you know sort of it's like this is what I'm inquiring about this is the one I want to see if it doesn't work you know I'm not gonna run around with you with five other apartments and rent you something else that may or may not be it's my fascinating house. that you say that because you know? that's actually one of the other potential avenues when there are less listings online yeah the broker becomes even more relevant well, I'll give you an example landlord around the corner that has a formative unit building being developed mm -hmm. is not going to list 50 availabilities. No, not, not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. And yeah. the and the like the B2B platforms out there like us that communicate 100% of the inventory to you. We don't to you. We don't charge you according to the amount of listings that you're posting. So you may in fact see an after effect of less listings for consumers, more listings B2B. And now a consumer will need a broker more than ever before because the true inventory is not available to them, just some of the inventory is. So that's one after effect. And you know what the residual of a broker being more important to the deal is? Higher brokerage fees. So that's one potential avenue. And again, there's no crystal ball here. I'm not making a prediction, but you really need to be sensitive to those to, to those. Uh, look, I, I, look, I'll tell you one good thing. With with Street Easy, the fact that Street Easy became so important, I was so, I don't take open listings anymore. So when I have those landlords who are like, look, you know, I'm only giving open listings, I'm not I said, look, if I'm not on Street Easy, it's a waste of my time. So either give me the exclusive so I can advertise this on Street Easy, or it's a waste of my time. Literally. So there's so it's helped it's helped me a, in that respect. The third bucket of change yeah. you will see is really stride in marketing plans by brokers. And some of our customers already have this, they've perfected it. They have anywhere from a few dozen to multiples of dozens different marketing options for exclusive givers. And what that means is if the building across the street with 40 units wants to hire Jonathan Traeger, you'll give them a menu. Taker, I'm sorry. Have, I don't know you. <laughs> it's okay. They, they'll have a, a menu of options to choose from. Not just hire me and I'll do X, Y, Z. Well, you can hire me for option A, which may cost you out of pocket this much money. You may hire me for option B. So what that means now is the landlord is going out of pocket to hire a broker. When the landlord goes out of pocket, do you know who ends up paying for those out-of-pocket expenses at the end of the day? The renter. So what you may see is actually a, an immediate short-term dip,
but then in the long tail of this, you might see an actual increase in expenses to the consumer. So the consumer will benefit with better, more accurate data, access to a more knowledgeable broker that has access to even more listings, but eventually there might be a cost increase. And all these are potential things to look for. I'm not predicting anything here, other than um, you will see battles between ILSs. You'll see more ILSs coming online. In fact, as a data provider, we get inundated with requests now of uh, different startups. Different Rev startups Rev and different... Battling them. Revenue's battling them. They're the first to, to go head to head. So we, we're actually providing a great service to Revni. Uh, yeah. Nestio is, um, is actually a vendor to Revni. And for those of you who don't know Revni is, it's an MLS type organization. It's, a, it's an organization Real that... Real Estate Board of New York. Look it up, Revni.com. Uh, they started off, they're over 100 years old as an organization. They've done a tremendous amount of lobbying for both the landlord, developer, uh, commercial real estate uh, world, and, and most recently in the past decade or so, the residential community. And uh, we actually provide them with a service where we'll take any landlord's listing uh, and market it to the RLS. So we actually provide broker services and landlord services. We're uniquely positioned to take this inventory and share it with more brokers than ever before. So this is a, a great time in real estate because you have a lot of options. The, the, the proposition that there's only one place where you get 90% of your leads is today and everything changes. And you and I have been in this business long enough to know that every several years is a wave of, of change. And one of those waves will be um, people will invest a lot more money in their own website. You know, One of the dominant features of StreetEasy is not just the content that it has. I urge everyone, Google an address of a physical building in New York City. The top site typically is 3DZ followed by Zillow and Trulia. So their you know, digital footprint is massive. And those are areas that we're seeing trends uh, occurring where people are actually bidding and working much harder than ever before to be uniquely positioned to dominate that first page on, on Google searches and having mobile-friendly sites, which are preferred on mobile searches and so forth. So it's never been less expensive to compete digitally with the behemoths out there because it's uh, you know, it's not secret anymore as it was uh, decades ago. You needed to have an incredibly expensive engineer build you a website and build up a digital infrastructure for you. But now there are services like Nestio that can build you a mobile-friendly site with tremendous SEO and get your name out there and compete in very nuanced searches with some of the bigger players. So I think it's a, actually we see this as an opportunity. That's uh, so why I don't like to paint it as a good thing or a bad thing, but it's an opportunity. And like most people, if you know how to experiment and learn quickly, you'll I, mean, I get where you're coming from, I understand, but it's not costing you $2,500 monthly. Um, with all due respect. I can't so, talk about our finances, but I can yeah. tell you. Well, we, it's not costing you as a, as a, No, it's a well, yeah. startup. You know, let's talk about startups in general. Brokers could be startups and, and SaaS companies, software companies could be startups. Right. We are constantly spending more money than we're making because that's how one grows and expands their footprint. And maybe that's a reason why we can kind of tolerate this component of pricing changes and we see this as an opportunity. For a broker, uh, yeah, it's going to be a, a tough uh, time. Uh, you, you might see some consolidation, you might see some fragmentation. Uh, my prediction, truthfully, and, and Craigslist went through this, I mean, when I got into this business, Craigslist was 99, it wasn't, it wasn't 80%, it was 99% of the industry. You posted ads for free on Craigslist and that's where you found your apartment. And then you got acquired today, by, who was it, eBay? I don't know who. I think it was acquired by now, eBay. But all I can tell you right now, and then now, they monetized and they started charging six dollars an ad. If you're looking for an apartment on Craigslist, <laughs> something is wrong with you. Something I I, I predict Craigslist coming back. I don't uh, no, scratch that. I know. I am not predicting that. <laughs> I, I literally, true story. When I started in this business, 
I used to post so many ads for free on Craigslist. I mean, I was just posting, posting, posting. Right? Craig from Craigslist would email me and he would be like, you are no longer allowed. Hey guys, yeah. Craig, Craig would You were literally, banned from Craigslist. You're one of those brokers. <laughs> Craig! I was like, I was like, get, I was like, get, get out of here, Craig. You were so honored the guy's emailing you. Craig from Craigslist. I swear, I was like, oh my god, I'm that So this is early like, days. Craig. He was like, you can't, I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm like, what am I going to do? I can't post on Craigslist. I'm like, literally, I, it was like vacation. I was banned for like a day and I'd be like, Craig, please let me back. So for non-New York audiences, you know, Craigslist is one of the top search sites for real estate in Boston and Chicago and Miami and other markets. It's actually phenomenal. Um, and we're active in those markets and we actually, um, you know, we're, we're Do you, very... you have clients in Boston? Yeah, we have clients in Boston, Chicago, and Dallas, yeah. Both okay. landlords and brokers. Okay. Very different environment from New York. In New York, you have really what I like to call inefficient real estate. Yeah. Um, you'll have um, a building that's 45 story stall next to a townhouse, and they'll both have rentals, and they might be managed by the same company. Oh, and you fine. need one strategy for one and another for, for the other. And also, the, the real estate families dominate New York, less so much outside of New York. They're owned by REITs and much more um, you know, functional entities that uh, don't wait 50 years for a return on their investment. So they're incredibly efficient in markets like Florida and Texas. You can get a permit, you know, scope out a site, get market stats on them, see employment uh, data, and say, you know what, I've got my choice of 15 lots I'm going to build. In New York, it doesn't work like that. And any developer out there really knows that you have to have a tremendous amount of experience, skin in the game, and relationships to even get an opportunity to buy a building. It's like, who are you to buy a building in New York? Uh, the same goes for property managers who go for those big buildings as a gig to manage. And so New York is very inefficient in that way. It's not like uh, one strategy that's worked for you in 99% of the country is gonna be a guaranteed success in New York. So we see these changes market by market and it's fascinating, it's fascinating. There's really no other market where people are used to advertising for free. So Zillow charges uh, everywhere, it charges. I mean, truly, it charges no, everywhere. No offense, but I'll say it because I can't. Zillow's the worst. If you're looking on Zillow for, an, for a house. It's a strengthen an and a zexit. It's the worst, okay? Their data is wrong, okay? That's, I just have to say. Unless you're looking in like upstate or something, and like it'll give you a broad general, general idea of the market. But in my opinion, if you're in New York looking for a rental on Zillow, you have no clue what you're doing. Same with Trulia, same with all those websites. I mean, unfortunately, the reality is street easy and, and a little naked apartments, but really street easy is, is where you should be focused. You gotta call the shop if you yeah. want. I'm, I'm allowed, I'm, I'm mad, I'm allowed to talk smack. I'm allowed to talk smack. <laughs> I know, this became so serious Come on, a few I'm, ago. I'm on pissed here? off, I'm pissed <laughs> off. They're, they're, they're hitting me for 2,500 a month. They're our our hour is almost up. It, it is almost up. Well, the usual fee. Anyway, enough of the street easy <laughs> thing. We'll see what happens. I do, I do, I, I Definitely do. exciting my, 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 Guess is a year from now we'll be talking about some other website where we all go to look for rentals. That's my guess. But let, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I bet you a case of beer that's not the case. Really? Yes. Okay. I like that. We all we have it on camera, so we're good. We're we're gonna play price it out. All right. I don't know if you've seen, but price it out is we take two properties um, in Brooklyn and we have to pick which one costs more. You guys want to play too? I hope these have photos. Yeah, otherwise. everyone, we'll all vote. Just, just raise your hand on the one you think is, is mo most expensive. Um, okay, we have photos. So we have uh, 55 Wall Street. Oh, it's not just Brooklyn. Okay, look at that. 55 Wall Street in the financial district. It's a 580 square foot studio. Um, common charges are $1,000. Don't you love New York City? It's $1,000 for your common charges. And your taxes are 
So it's $1,500 before you even pay your mortgage. I love New York City. Um, all right, 55 Wall Street. There okay, 55 Wall. All right, and then we got 184 Kent. That's I used to live in this building before Jared Kushner bought it. Um, uh, everyone knows that's the uh, president's cinema. Okay, so um, we've got 580. It's another, ooh, two studios. Williamsburg and downtown <laughs> Brooklyn going head to head. Yeah, Let's but see. waterfront Brooklyn versus the Kings of New York. See, here's a, the biggest tell. It's five hundred dollars for the common charges over here, and it's a thousand dollars for the common charges over there. Which one's more expensive? Post tax, or are we talking about so got, gross numbers here? We're talking what has what has the more expensive purchase price? Oh, okay. Yeah. Are we uh, one eighty four Kent or fifty five Wall Street? <sighs> what do you guys got? Downtown or Williamsburg? I know Williamsburg is uh, a more premium area. This is a waterfront development with a lot of, the comp would be what, the edge, which is right on the water as well. There's a ferry right there as well. We actually just did a study where prices uh, 300 yards from the ferry are significantly more expensive than the rest of Brooklyn. So I would say 184, I would say 184 can here. Are you really? Because I'm going to go with 55 wall. But you might be right. Let's see. I'm going to do 184. Can we peel the sticker off? Peel it off. What do you got there? <laughs> oh. Where are you? Did you, you go win? first. I'm at 7875 750000 Oh, look at that. You got so, it. One notch it's for me. It's a bargain. It's a bargain. This is how we're going to keep score. Our people, yeah, you won. <laughs> you got one. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Well, okay. who knew? All right, keep it coming. Doesn't mean they're selling them, folks. Doesn't mean they're selling them. All right, it's asking prices. All right, those are asking prices. All right, so here we go. 55 Pineapple, which is right here in Brooklyn Heights. Ooh. Uh, it's a first a fruit floor, street. A fruit street. Cranberry, you got orange. It's a co-op, though. I know this building. 70 Henry Street, by the way, if I could just make a recommendation for yeah. anyone looking yeah. to buy. Pre-construction, <laughs> incredible value, 70 Henry. Dot com or contact call. contact me first. Call, call him. I want, I, want, I, want, I want the vig. I want the vig. Um, uh, that's a very cool building, is by the way. Very cool building. Very cool. It's on Henry. Yeah. It's an old, orange. Old movie also theater. Fruit Street. Old, old movie, movie theater, theater. landmarked. It is gorgeous. Cool. It is New construction. Cool. Nowhere else can you get ground up construction it's brand new. Movie theater. Movie the what, what are movie theaters? What's up? What's okay? Let's talk. Price it out. What's obsolete first? Movie theaters or street easy? Oh, movie, movie theaters for movie sure. Movie theaters for sure, because they're like... I've got a kid. I haven't this, seen a movie in a movie theater in yeah, years. Literally, I, have, I haven't been to the movie theater last time. When was the last time you were at a movie theater? Pretty recent. Recent. Look at him. He's a good-looking young man. Like He's going on dates oh, yeah, all the time. You're going on dates, so you don't have any kids. But you've been to a movie theater within the past like few weeks? My friend worked at a movie theater in Seattle. Oh, oh, but you didn't pay. You didn't pay. <laughs> that doesn't count. It doesn't count. <laughs> What's that? On the mess. So you haven't been to a movie theater in like a, in like a year? Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, don't remember. Wow, see? Movie theaters in the last year. Once in the last year. What, what wow. was the movie? They're, they're, they're... Can you remember? Uh, Can you remember? <laughs> no. What about the, the, the movie theater that opened with the restaurant over there? You remember that? That looks oh, pretty cool. Yeah. I, 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 I hear it's good, but I don't want to go. Alright, let's go back okay. to price it out. 55 Pineapple. 55 Check it out. 55 Pineapple. Alright. Co-op. It is a co-op. Uh, it is also unit 1D, and from the photos, yeah, it looks like it's facing no in the back. I think this one's an easy one, but let's... Co-op, 530 square feet. Okay. Yeah, this one's going to be 378 Baltic Street, uh, 600 square feet. It's a condo, one bed, one bath. I got to go with Baltic Street. Rip it off. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me see that unit. Oh, you're not even looking Let me see the photos on this one. 
co-op. You really think pineapple's more expensive? Yeah, but you, do? Oh, you know what? You know what? It's got a tax abatement, so this one's gonna it's be more. Yeah, I think yeah, so too. It's a tax abatement. I gotta go with Baltic, but let's see. Seven hundred and forty-five thousand. Get out! Six seventy-five. No way! Really? You're both wrong. Look, but what this game doesn't take into account is bad brokers and bad pricing. I'm just saying. I'm not, not talking. I'm just saying it doesn't take into account. I like how we're using. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna start using my website next week. That's a good point. That was a start, good one. You know start what? Start using my Nestio site. No, you pressured right. me into choosing the wrong one. I'm gonna move you. You're very right. I did pressure you. See, okay. I was excited when you said pineapple. Co-op. Like, pineapple co-op? Really? Yeah, it's it's like three buildings on that block you can live in that the watchtower doesn't control. I'd like to go to their open house and, uh, you know, see how people Advise. are there. Okay. All right, so let's go to 455 12th Street. I get that. That's uh, South Park Slope, I guess. 1,070 square feet, two bed, one, one and a half baths. Single floor or duplex? Uh, duplex. Okay. There's that one. Oh, against Dumbo? Well, let's see. This is 912 square feet in Dumbo at 133 water. Uh, oh. Two bed, one bath. I gotta go with Dumbo. But let's but let's see. I could be, I've been wrong. I'm over two. I'll go with Dumbo as well. I'll agree you with You are gonna go for Dumbo. It's yeah. 900 square feet. 1.195 million here. No, we're all around one, a million eighty-five. Oh man, I'm zero for three. What am I doing in this I think business? I one for two. Yeah, I, I don't know what I'm doing. See, I, I would play. not win these exclusives because I'm too honest. <laughs> I'm too honest. I don't know. Good luck to the brokers, and I hope they get everything they're asking. Well, I like this one. It has a duplex. It's got the backyard going forward. It's a good one. The one in Park Slope. Look, it's all good. All right, I'm not. See, one out of three. I'm not. One out of three. Well, I guess we're out of time. This was amazing. Thank you very much for hosting Thank us. Thank you guys very much for, for having Enjoy us. Enjoy speaking with you as usual. Everyone, uh, yeah, this was great. I mean, you know. I hope I was as uh, you know engaging as your other guests. I really, I really yeah. hope. I, we got so heated there. Your other shows are so very, much fun. You're talking angry. about pasta. Very You're talking angry. about so many good very things. Very angry. Very angry about this. I still haven't figured out how I'm going to handle it. We should know? talk. We should talk. Yeah, we should talk about that. Maybe you have some ideas. Facebook Live, YouTube. Thank you. I want to thank Joe Bensby, Yossi Bensby. I want to thank Pharaoh and Ball, everyone, uh, for having us. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you next Monday uh, for another wonderful Brooklyn show. Peace. We're out of here. Bye, guys.